Journey to the Manger Podcast Season 1 Episode 2 Entitled Hope Without Faith As I mentioned before, each of the four candles on the Advent wreath has a theme attached to it. On this, the first Sunday of Advent, the candle we light is the candle of hope, and it couldn't be a more fitting occasion to focus on hope. When we reflect on this theme of hope, we are challenged to think about all the things we long for in this world. So it is indeed my hope that we will all be reminded that one day all of the righteous hopes for our lives as well as hopes for this broken world will be fulfilled. For many of you, by the time you hear this, the first candle of Advent has been lit. The appropriate Bible verses have been read and studied. Many relevant sermons and messages have been delivered. Many of us have already wrapped these and tied them up neatly and stored them away in our minds. We move on with our daily lives, keeping those shared thoughts safely tucked away, almost as if we were to let them into our daily routine we fear we may contaminate them. As we so often do, we go to church, virtually or in person, listen to the message, and very often fail to make it applicable and real in our lives. The words may resonate with us for a while, and we may try to apply them, but Somewhere along the line, we fall into our routine and the words are relegated to the recesses of our minds. Today, I invite you to internalize and put the practice, put into practice, sorry, the message of the first candle of Advent, hope. Oftentimes, it is easy for us to confuse hope and faith. We ask many questions about faith. How to have faith? How do I grow my faith? How do I maintain my faith? But not many of us ask about hope. The Bible links the two in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1, which says, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance in what we do not see. Faith is defined as confidence or trust in a person or thing or a belief not based on proof. Faith says whatever we are hoping for is here now. Hope is defined as an optimistic attitude of mind based on an expectation or desire. Hope says there is a possibility that it may happen in the future. 
In Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11, we are told that we are to hope in the Lord and that God has plans to give us hope and a future. But nowhere in the Bible are we told that hope generated a miracle. Jesus did not raise Lazarus from the dead by hope, neither did he feed the multitude by hope. All miraculous acts were done in faith. This is not to downplay the importance of hope. There is nothing weak or useless about hope. But we must be able to take note of when we are substituting hope for faith. The difference is so subtle that sometimes we confuse one for the other. It may come as a surprise that we may be one of many persons walking around investing high hopes in our prayers but putting in zero faith. We know that the Lord has promised to grant the desires of our hearts. Psalm 37 and verse 4 tells us, Take delight in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. How many of us are walking around with knowledge of God's promises in our hearts and our dreams in our heads, but an absence of the faith? We keep wondering when the Lord would answer. We may be doing all the right things. Fasting, going to church, praying, reading God's word, living a righteous life, never giving up, and yet not truly believing in our prayers actually being answered. We are hoping that they would be answered. What we are actually experiencing is desperate hope that someday things would work out in our favor. But we must keep having faith and hope. We must keep having hope. We must keep our attitudes optimistic. We must be hopeful. But we must also keep checking that what we have is a combination of faith and hope. So how can we determine if we are chasing a dream, which we hope will someday come to pass, but we don't really think it will happen? Or do we truly believe it will happen in spite of whatever the circumstances may be? Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6 says, and without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. You see, when God places a dream in our hearts, we must be able to actually envision ourselves living that dream we must have faith because God does not work if we are faithless believers. When we take our petitions to God, we need to speak our faith into them. We may not see a way, but we have to positively affirm 
that we choose to have faith and that He has a way. We must stand firm on the promises of God. Things like good health, prosperity, long life, etc. We must have faith in His divine timing. When we consciously choose to pray along these lines, in conjunction with living as we are told to, before we know it, this will come as naturally to us as breathing. Each time we pray, we must let Christ know that we are trusting in Him, regardless of situations and circumstances. We are praying in hope, but we are also coming to Him in faith. Above all, remember that God works for our good in His divine time. Just because we don't see what we desire happening now, it does not mean that it won't happen when the situation and the time is right. Have hope in the Lord. Have faith that He will answer. And so, my friends, we must always be hopeful and we must also have faith. Hope is that feeling of optimism. We are trusting, we are hoping, but faith is the knowledge that God will work. And like I mentioned before, prayer is a wonderful way to help us focus. And I share this Advent prayer with you. It is one of my favorites, and I share it with you. I invite you to bow in prayer with me. This Advent, Lord, come to the manger of my heart. Fill me with your presence from the very start. As I prepare for the holidays and gifts to be given, Remind me of the gift you gave when you sent your Son from heaven. The first Christmas gift. It was the greatest gift ever. You came as a baby, born in a manger, wrapped like the gifts I find under my tree, waiting to be opened, to reveal your love to me. Restore to me the wonder that came with Jesus' birth when he left the riches of heaven and wrapped himself in rags of earth. Emmanuel, God with us, your presence came that night and angels announced, Into your darkness God brings his light. Do not be afraid, they said to the shepherds in the field. Speak to my heart today, Lord, and help me to yield. Make me like those shepherd boys, obedient to your call, setting distractions and worries aside. To you I surrender them all. Surround me with your presence, Lord. I long to hear your voice. Clear my mind of countless concerns and all the holiday noise.
slow me down this Christmas. Let me not be in a rush. In the midst of all the distractions, I want to feel your hush. This Christmas, Jesus, come to the manger of my heart. Invade my soul like Bethlehem, bringing peace to every part. Dwell within me and around me as I unwrap your presence each day. Keep me close to you, Lord. It is in your wonderful name I pray. Amen.